Well, good morning to everybody who didn't go on a holiday. <laughs> um, we're really privileged this morning to have Mama Lucy. Uh, and she's from Kenya. And I've known her since 2007. And I've gone there at least once every year since then, except for last year with COVID. And so she is the mama to many children in a children's home in Kenya. And it is amazing to go there and experience what's happening there. So we're just going to do this together because we're sisters, if you can tell. <laughs> and so, Lucy, how did, you, how did you even come up with the idea of a children's home? How did that begin? Wow, that's a very good question. <laughs> um, I was brought up from a very broken family, and that was not end, because God was innate. So looking back and seeing what was going through in my life and the life of my brothers, my sisters, that gave the heart to help one child. But I, as time was going on, I forgot about it. And then later, a bo one boy showed by the door. And right now, he has a child, he's married, and he's a pastor. Amen? Amen. So he came in, and he was the first one. And then from there, I thought it's only one child. So the number continued increasing, increasing. That time I was in Nairobi. So I had to move to my, where I was born, in a church, and then have an acre. And then the God increased and increased and increased. So right now we have over 40 acres. Say amen. amen. <laughs> yes. So that's how hope started. But uh, the goal was from Jeremiah 29, verse 11, Oh, that's the key thing, that there is hope. So all the children that came in my life, on, in our life, they didn't have hope because they were staying in the street. They didn't have a way out, but God has a good plan. So they came in and they started changing. But one thing, from the beginning, the children of hope, they know, is God loves them so much and because they know when they're in the street, there's no one who loves them, they don't, there's no trust. So when they came in, Jeremiah 29 was in them. Everybody was telling them, there is hope. God loves you. So they, they even right now, they are glowing. Knowing that God loves them, there is hope. Amen? Yeah. So that's how they have grown. And God has seen them through most, many, 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 many of them. And this year we have over 276 children with us from different, uh, different circles of life. But above all is God. Amen? Amen? And also teaching them, even if you came from a difficult family or you are, your parents left you, abandoned you, all those times or those names, they are there. They will be present in life. But there is one thing they need to know. God loves them. There is hope. And again, they can change. They can make a difference. They can grow. You see that first there? They can grow and make a difference in their lives and somebody's life. So that's all they know. And today, they have grown. They are, some of them are married. They have children. Some of them have good jobs. So there is hope. Amen? Yeah, yeah. Amen, church. <laughs> yeah, down there you say amen in a bigger voice because we know we can say and he has given us strength. Amen. amen. Yeah. 
So, Lucy, how did these children get on the street? Uh, most of them, they have lost maybe their parents because of HIV or any other disease, or they are being abandoned. And then when they are there, they cannot go, they don't have a place to go back. So their place becomes the street. Mm -hmm. So, go ahead. And then there is, we have that street children, and then we have other children in our place, abandoned babies. Those are, as a result, maybe of uh, abortion, or somebody, in Kenya it's illegal. So you cannot abort. When you are gotten, you are jailed. So, and because you don't want to go to prison, you, do, you remove the child, and then you throw the children in the pit or somewhere, and God is faithful. Somebody will come there as an angel, and that child will be rescued. Today we have 44 uh, children who are from the case of being abandoned, who came to hope when they were premature. But right now they have grown. The first group, they're in grade form two, that is grade 10. They're in grade 10. From premature to grade 10. Amen? Yeah. When we see God, we say amen. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Okay, so Lucy, these children that come from the street, babies who find out later in life that they've been abandoned, how do they deal with the pain? Because there's a lot of pain when you've been abandoned, when you've been betrayed, when you've been abused. How, how do they come into hope? They know God loves them, but how do they deal with that pain inside? Uh, the first thing in life, all of us, when you have pain, you cannot be able to forgive. So forgiveness is the key. And we always tell them, you have to allow yourself to release what is paining you or what is making you to feel you are not loved. Because when you have pain, you, are, you don't forgive. It's like you are carrying a baggage or you are carrying a, a bag of sack of lies or you have some burden or carrying something. But when you let it go, you are free. So we telling them or you teach them that when you let everything go and you learn to forgive, you are free. So they'll grow knowing they are free. And it will come to their life and know, learn every day to forgive even the others. So the key thing is to forgive. And because even as adults, when you don't forgive, we are still calling when you see your sister, like now my sister, when I see her, and I'm not, maybe she did something like that to me, and I'm not happy. Whenever I see her, I will not be able to look at her. I will not be able to share even what is in my heart. But even if she pinch me, I will say, oh, sister, I love you. So that love will develop among ourselves, and we'll be able to grow. You'll be able even to do whatever God intended you to do in this world. But most of the times, even those children, even if they don't forgive in their life, they'll carry that burden from this age to this age, even when they're adults, they'll still be fighting among themselves. So forgive your parents who abandoned you, forgive your neighbor who was not there, Forgive. So the key is forgive. Yeah. And then let it go. Amen? Yeah. Yes. So Lucy, that's easy to say that. How can you do it? Uh, I'm an example. Uh, okay, I didn't know my father's love. I didn't know, I didn't get so many things a young child can get me. I didn't get those things. But I'm not going to hang myself there. 
that all oh, my father did not do it. No, that was that season. There is another season in my life, and I want to live my own life. So I have to let it go. So it's starting with me. I have to forgive my dad, and I forgave him. So even if he is not in this world, I'm happy for whatever he was able to do. So I have my chance now to live my own life. Yeah, amen? So what does that look like to forgive? What, what do you do? Uh, first, you know one thing, okay, example like me. I had a father, Adri father, who did not start for me. Now when I've forgiven him, I have, I have known I have a father who is in heaven, who loves me so much, who never forsake me. When everybody is gone, he is always there with me. So what, to me, I know I am set free. So even whatever happens in my life, I am set free. So I have freedom. I can jump, I can, I can do my own things. I can go to school if I want to go to school. I can work. If I want to love the other people, I will love them because the love comes from the Father, drawn to me. Mm-hmm. And it's supernatural. Oh, yeah. And it's beautiful. <laughs> it makes you feel, okay, I can do more and more and more. And you can even help other people. Even if they don't love you, you still want to love them. Even if they don't want to come too close to you, you just want close to go close to them. Like now, we are working with uh, Maasai people. It's another tribe. It's difficult. But you just want to go, go wherever they are. Tell them about the love of Christ. Tell them how beautiful they are. And it's not pretending. Let it come from you. When you're loving somebody, even if they ha- ha- maybe they hurt you someday, please love them from here. If I tell my sister she, I love her, not from the ma- just lips, let it come from me. Because it's me who God has called to come into her life this season, that season, that time. Amen? amen. I say amen. amen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Lucy, you've ha- had many children over the years. And I remember I was there one time when there was a, a couple standing there and you had called them because you found out that one of your students had parents. And you had had the student for many years already. And here he had parents and they had just used the, the home to educate their child. And I was amazed, well, how could you deal with that? You know, most of, these, most of the times, like a case like uh, Julie or somebody else, her name is Julia. So, because she wanted, her heart, she wanted education. But again, on the other part, she wanted to be told the truth. And the truth came through the parents. So when the parents showed, and they said, oh, we wanted a child to be, so what can you do? The child has already finished the school. It's to bless them. Embrace them and say, thank you. And the girl is here, go with her. And that life, now that uh, we will change the life of the people, the parent, and the child too. Because instead of cursing her or telling her you lied, yes, you lied, but I have forgiven you. Because the, the forgiveness did not come from me, it came from him. He gave his only begotten son so that I can be able to forgive her or, he, or the parent. So it is coming from heaven to me. 
And I have, and that one cannot be just, be, oh yes, I will forgive you. No, it comes first of all, where you yourself, me and the parent, to know that he is the Lord and he loves us so much. And since we are forgiven, I can forgive her. So that one was nothing for me. I just felt I have done something for the sake of the kingdom. Amen? Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, you mentioned, so you started with street children, mm-hmm. and then you added babies. What year was that? That was? 2007. 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now you're bringing in a lot of Maasai children. Why them? A uh, couple of years I used to visit the area, and to fa- most of the times even Mama Eileen uh, has gone there, and other friends who are here have gone to Narok. And God drew me close and close to this tribe because of how they were living and how the young girls at the age of 12, they are given to different men and for preparation to, for marriage. So that thing touched me. Because I would not think a 12 years old is prepared, is ready to get married. But that's the custom, the culture. So I wanted to do a little change, but I couldn't do alone. So I was praying and trusting God something will happen. So we started by employing the people from that type. They became our watchmen. Watchmen, so, night, night guards. Night guards. Mm-hmm. So two people came, started working for Hope, and then later, now through the, those watchmen, we started now the connecting. So I started studying the Yakacha and why they are doing that. So in between, I started bringing in children. It's like rescuing the, these girls. So they started coming to five, ten. Right now, we have a hundred plus. So it's a beautiful thing because by the end of the day, these girls will teach other girls. This is long. So that's the, where we are, and I'm excited to do it. So most of the times I go there, we have fellowship, we have groups, and sometimes we have a, a like evening crusade, is like worship. So it's exciting, and I'm feeling very, very, very blessed to be part of their lives. And they definitely influence your worship. Yeah. They love to dance, and they have a very unique way of dancing. Yeah, they just like. (laughs) And they're so full into the energy of their tradition, the way they grew up, but they were worshiping God. Mm -hmm. And the whole whole mass of children are all into this. (laughs) Yeah. And the other thing is now, not only now to know God, you know God of tomorrow, the no God of education. So there is a lot of transition that is going on. And when they go back, right now they are forming little groups. And then they call those who are not in school. So it's, it's beautiful. And it's beautiful to serve the Lord. Yeah. So when somebody new comes into Hope CC, uh, a new student comes, how do you become their mama? How do you nurture them? Because there's so many of them. It's very easy. <laughs> if somebody, like now we had 276. That's a very small number. Because when we get a somebody else is a boy, you join a group. And you can stay at Hope, and you don't know that they have several groups. So you go to several group A, and then if you are not comfortable, you go to B, you go to another one. And from there, you start now, they start training you 
leading the world together, showing you how to do things. So it goes with the cells, those little groups. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you, do you know everybody's name? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting because when they come, they have to come through the office and somebody will tell you, we don't know Masai, the original name, we know the Christian names. Call you Daniel, Sophia, those names. Mm -hmm. But as the time goes on, we learn to, yeah, even to speak the language. So Lucy, how, you, when you started, you started with one child, mm -hmm. and you had no idea what God had in mind. Yeah. How was it possible for you to exist after all, what year was that when you started? You said 1998, but officially it was registered in 1999 by the government. Okay, so 23 years. How did you survive 23 years with so many children? You see, when you don't know the way, you don't know the way. When Ibrahim was told to go, he was not given the map. He was just go, go. Mm -hmm. So when God told me to go, I had just to fall every day at a time. Sometimes we didn't have two lunch or, or two dinner and lunch or breakfast. It's only to boil the water, but before the day ends, somebody will be by the gate. Wow. Say, oh, I was going to sell potatoes, but no one bought them. Take these ones and cook for the children. We say amen. So another day comes. We don't have that breakfast. We boil the water. And then after that water, lunch, no. But the evening, there will be somebody knocking the door. So we lived like that, trusting God will make a difference in our lives. And he did it. So today, we just say thank you. And I remember, let me say, God is so good. In all things, not only eating, even beds. I remember there was a time it was raining. We put the, the stones here and there and then sticks, and the children will sleep. And not complaining. They just be excited. In the morning, everybody is smiling. Even the piece of land, 2008, we got the 10 acres of land. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Are you there? <laughs> yes, we got 10 acres of land. We didn't even know. But one day, somebody, a couple knocked the, the gate, and he was there. I said, oh, and then he left. After that, miracle came. And we didn't even know. So God is faithful. And you bought the land, sister. <laughs> you are in Papa Henry. <laughs> so, so there are so many things, even today. Even right now, you see things happening because if only we follow Christ, he is going to make everything happen for his sake. It's not about Lucy, it's about him, amen? amen. Whatever is happening, even if you don't have, like now we have more than 15 students in university. Who is paying for them? It's a lot of money. But we just say hallelujah, let us pray. You are going to university, yes. And everybody is excited, yes, yes, you are going. And then where are you going to get the, the books and all these things and tuition? It's only God who can do it, who can do it. Hope today, no one who can say I'm learning it. It's only Christ. Amen? Amen. Because we have more than 34 staff. Who can pay 34 staffs? Lucy? No. God. Me, I can't. Seriously, I can't. But God can. Amen? So even you this morning, I'm encouraging you. Trust God in everything. He will do it. 
He's very faithful. And even if he doesn't do it now, he will do it. Because he's a God who keeps his promises. Amen? So I'm excited, and I know he will do it. Every day he will do it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so Lucy, it sounds like this glorious light, like this cloud of God hovers over you and it opens the way for you. You are a single Kenyan woman. That's in a disadvantage in Kenya. How? Uh, men, men, hello. <laughs> if you're a man, hello. We don't have men in the house? With me. Yeah, men. Okay, in, in Africa, let me say, that our culture in Africa, men are very much uh, honored. Yeah, yes. So they are there all the time. In the house, they are the leader. Out there, they are leader. But now we have to start for ourselves as women because we always be down there. We will not be able to do anything for ourselves. That's why I start up. And not only me, even other women. And even if the men does not want, we will start. And we will fight for it. But we are not going to fight like this. We will fight in the name of the Lord. Amen? So even in education, we be the first. In leadership, we be the first. Even if right now, it's very difficult for me in some places. Because men want to speak all the time. But even if, like now in my county, I will tell them, I have to speak. Because I'm speaking on behalf of my children. So I have to speak. And they will respect me. Before when we started Hope, it was very difficult. So everybody saying, ah, you go. But right now, they are looking for me. I'm a woman, but I will start. Why? Because the one who created me, he gave me the path. And I'm going to walk. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Yes. So Lucy... Uh, relationship with God starts and continues to grow. So what was a big part of your life where you say, yes, God is trustworthy? Because you've had many, many challenges. Can you give us an example where it's like, wow, okay, I can trust God? You know, from the beginning, from the beginning of my life and a life of Hokumi Center, I didn't know, I didn't have funds, I didn't have everything, anything. But whatever little I had, that's what I stood for. If it's like, uh, example, like feeding those children. You have children here who need to eat, who need to drink. What can you do? I have to trust. And then from there, I have to encourage them to support my trust. So even you trust. And through the trusting, it became a positive trusting. And God started opening the door. And when God trusts you with the first step, he will trust you in the hardest steps. And even if there will be a challenge, that challenge will come. But don't focus on the negative challenge. Always remember that if God was there yesterday, he'll be there tomorrow. Right. Right. Amen? Yeah. So that trust in God all the time, in difficulties and in also positive uh, uh, challenges. It has made me stand, knowing that even if today there is nothing, but yesterday the Lord brought something, tomorrow he will come, the other day he will come, and he will never let his word go and fight. Amen? So the trusting is the key 
for every challenge, whether positive or negative. And all the time, God has taught me all the time not always to look at the negative, positive, all the time. Even if the children are sick, remember yesterday they were sick and they were healed. So positive, positive, focus. And when you fall, he is there to lift you up. He's faithful. Amen? And he's a good father. So trust is a choice. Yeah. So if I came to you and said, Lucy, how can I have that kind of trust? How can I have that faith? What would you tell me? I'll listen, first of all, I will listen to you first. And I will let you know, after I listen all your stories and listen you completely, I will let you know that though you t maybe you fail, somebody failed, that's why you are not trusting. Mm -hmm. So from there we start now teaching you about the love of Christ and how you can trust him. And how many people in the Bible trusted God and they saw God? Yeah. So we all go through a hard time in our lives mm -hmm. and we all have that choice of trusting God. Mm -hmm. what's, what's something that we can hang on to as our rock? Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. By knowing him and knowing his power in our lives. And we can only know his power mm -hmm. by choosing to trust him. Yeah, it's a choice. You can choose not to love your brother, not to love your sister. You can choose not to go or you stay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So some of, when the children come, some of them feel like their life has been wrecked, like they can never be good again. What's that transformation that happens? First, remember, when that child is coming from that bad environment or wherever he was, you need to know that he needs love. He needs somebody he can share up the pain. Mm -hmm. So let them draw their pain, listen. And then from there, tell them about the father who doesn't fail. And then now talk about that father. Let them slowly by slowly learn and desire about the father who loves them. And at the end, they will see surely, this is the father I can trust. And then use the sample, examples that you have. Like now, they are brothers who are grown. They have good jobs, they are driving. Have their brothers who are still struggling, but they are walking together to know Christ. Use those examples in the Bible. Somebody like Hannah who didn't have a child, but waited and waited and trusted God year after year. And God came. So trust again. Love them. Embrace them. Even if they are dirty, embrace them and tell them, one day you'll be clean. Mm -hmm. Yes. I remember quite a few years ago, there was a little girl that just joined Hope CC. And I came there and she was like very, she was pinching and she was very unusually restless and mean. And we we're wondering like, what happened? Like, why is she like that? And we asked you and she said, you said, oh, just be patient with her. She just came and the police had brought her to you because they didn't know what to do with her. She was probably like six or seven. Beatrice, call her Beatrice. Beatrice, okay. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and she said, just give her time. She's been raped and the police didn't know what to do with her and so they brought her here. The next time I came, she was 
one of them. Yep. There was no pain showing, there was no pinching, no arguing. She just was flowed mm -hmm. over with the love of God mm -hmm. and, the, and the love of belonging. Yep. That's a big thing is to belong yes. in a family. Yeah. Yeah, trust again. Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And giving them a chance. Most of our children, because of their difficulties, it's good to give them a chance. Let them talk. First day, they will talk, talk, even sometimes they will not sleep, they will dream, talking, talking, talking. Don't say you are doing bad. No, no, continue talking. Talk and talk and talk. Listen to them and then tell them about a father who will never, never leave them. That's our Lord Jesus Christ and continue talking every day. And I'm telling you, by the end of the day, they'll be changed. They'll be changed completely. Lucy, how do you receive God? By loving him, trusting him. When I see all of you today, I see God. Because you are his image. You look like him. So when you see, example like me, when I see those children, when they come, the way they come, I see them, and then after one week I see they have changed, I see Jesus. And I, now I want to be close and close to him more. So that's how I receive Christ. Every, I see Christ every day. So when, like now when somebody is hurting, somebody is crying, when you embrace them, you feel blessed. You feel surely there is God here. And that person will experience the love of Christ through you. But not push them. So this morning I will encourage you, and I'm encouraging myself to, let us not push anyone, but let us bring them together. Even if it's how hard it is, how different it is, bring them together. You know, during the COVID, that's another thing that COVID. brought. She said COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it brought all of us together. And we came to know Christ in a different way. So that's a kind of way you receive Christ every morning. When you see your brother, when you see your sister, and then you embrace them, you tell them God loves you, clean from your heart, God loves you. I'm telling you, that's the way you receive Christ. Lucy, how do you know where God is leading you? Yeah, well, there's peace. If you have peace in this place, yeah. There you I go. Know. Yeah, you go. And don't worry what will happen because you have, the, ahead of you don't know there is a mountain, there is a, a valley, there will be some other things in life. But don't worry about those ones. Keep on walking. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, keep on going. And he will open it. Yeah, he will open the door. He's faithful. So what does the, your vision, what does your future look like? From, like where are you going? Uh, right now we are done with primary school, building, putting good buildings and putting everything in those places. Now we are telling the children, study. The next move, we have technical school. I wish, we had a video for you for less than five minutes, but it didn't work. You could have seen our technical school. The children are learning how to show, or how to make clothes, cutting hair, welding, carpentry, yeah. So that's where my heart is, the next move. And then from there, I have another vision. Keep on going, 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 going. But uh, carpentry and dressmaking and welding and hair cutting is changing the children. They are not idle. When they're out of school, 
they have a class. They are making clothes. They are doing their repairs. So we praise God for that. And what about the Maasai people? Because your heart has definitely looked to them. In Narok, that place is called Narok. Those people, I'll continue supporting those children. Even if sometimes I go, we walk house to house, and we encourage them, most of the students, to go back to school. Even if they are older, we have a grade five student who is 17 years. And every day, she, he is walking with a little baby, a little children, but he's excited now. And he's like, oh, you can make it. Even if you finish the school in 25 years, you can make it. And he is, he's big, but he is very much encouraging. So that one, I'll continue rescuing girls and boys because I want them to uh, get education. And then the families, because they cannot rely with hope all the days. So God willing, very soon we're gonna have our plant in that place, making yogurt and also other things that come from milk, very soon. Well, it'll be interesting how God is gonna open the way for you. Every time I come to Hope, there's always something new that happens. Within a year, there's something new that's happening. And it's very exciting, and it's like a book, uh, a fantasy book that's been opened up, but it's real, because our God is real. Um, I don't know how long we have here. Did that video work at all? No. Okay, okay. So if you want to see more, come on Wednesday to the Mission Heights Church, and we'll have it working then for sure. And you can have some visual um, information by watching it. But um, I would like to pray for Lucy and bless her and all of her children. They're amazing children and have no idea how they will uh, influence the world. Not just hope, not just Kenya, not just Africa, but the world. We have no idea what God mm -hmm. has planned. And we get to be part of that, which yes. is a privilege. Amen. Mm -hmm. So let's just pray for her. Show them this picture. Hmm? Let us show you a picture oh. here. Maybe you can go. You have seen this book. All these children are in high school, most of them. Yeah, so I wrote this book in 2015 or 14, something like that. And it's a children's book, and it's called Mama Lucy's Babies. And it was during the time where many babies were rescued from the hospital and they joined Hope CC. And so if you have a child and you don't have this book, you can have one. There's a box of it over there. Or if you have a grandchild or if you want to read it. It's interactive. There's questions throughout it. And it's fun. And the pictures in it are real. They're like, what happened? I've taken these pictures. So they're real, they're not just pretend ones. So if you want one, you can meet us over there after the service. All right, so we're gonna pray for Lucy. Dear Father, thank you so much that you are the same God in Kenya as you are in Canada. Lord, we have different cultures, we have different um, behaviors, but Lord, you are the same God, and you are a faithful God. Yes. And Lord, I thank you so much for Mama Lucy, for her obedience, for her to hear you, and to step out in faith, knowing 
that you are leading her knowing that you have a plan, a good plan, mm -hmm. with a future for each of these children. I thank you for giving her wisdom, for giving her strength, and above everything, love. Lord, and I ask you, God, that you will fill her with a vision of her future, uh, the future of Hope CC. And I thank you that you are doing that, that you are leading her forward. And I just pray the Holy Spirit to come upon her. Oh, God, the power of the supernatural and that you are a good God. Hmm. Lord, that you reach out and you touch us and you want to flow through us and touch many people. Oh, Lord, I pray for each of the children at Hope CC, the ones who have gone through, graduated, who have going, going to university and college, who have families and children, the ones who are young, the ones from the Maasai villages, the ones who came from the street. Lord, you know each of their history. You know who they are because you are the one that created them. And so, Lord, we pray your blessing upon them, upon this amazing family. And, Lord, if there's anything that you want us to do here today, anything that you want us to do in supporting, in prayer, Lord, that we would be open to your leading. Lord, that you will share this amazing story with us and that we would be willing to be part of this amazing story. So, Lord, I just thank you that you are so interested in each of us, that you have a future for each of us. And, Lord, help us to forgive. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen.